Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool of dreams sitting down by the street But leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on. Welcome back. It is the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. Welcome back to the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home every Sunday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. It is the number one outdoor radio show in Texas titled The Outdoor Zone. And you would not believe... Yes, I'm Cody Ryan, your host, sitting in with me this morning. Beef steak and oh, yeah. road rash twisting wires, making sure everything happens. You will not believe, you will not believe what is what has just happened. I, I can't, did you just wake apparently, up the time zone? What apparently happened? he got a call or a text from somebody saying, hey, dude, I think you're about to lose your job. That you better ra- pull the reins in on that. <laughs> you better call, you better call in. I. They're doing too good. They're, uh, they're you're about to lose your job because you hadn't been there in a while. TJ is uh, live from, well, last I heard, Salt Lake City, Utah. I have no idea where he is now. Good morning, TJ. Hey, what's going on over there? Uh, you just lose my job. Trying to trying to lose, oh <laughs> trying to save your job. You've been on hiatus. You never even called in sick. No, not just don't call. You don't write. <laughs> Where are you, and what are you doing, and why? Well, right now, right now, I am in uh, Sundance, Utah. I'm at, I don't know where, I'm probably at 8,000, 8,500 feet, overlooking a uh, rockin' stream in a log cabin. And I don't know, I'm, going, I'm super excited I got phone signal. Um, but I'm visiting some friends here in sundance utah it's cold out here what's it like there it's probably 50 here it's raining and probably 70 nice yeah it's gonna cool things off 77 and rainy this morning raining showers yeah but it'll get up to 90 today don't worry it feels like 93 so but i've been on a uh i've been on a yeah i've been on a 10-day run, 12-day run, uh, went to um, 
I went to uh, the tallest, went and spent some time on the tallest peak in Wyoming, Gannett Peak, which is um, not far from Jackson Hole, Mr. Uh, Wyoming. Uh, spent some time there, went into Jackson Hole, tourist, tourist mecca of Wyoming. Um, man, talk about expensive. It's not the place to go during the summer. <laughs> you and Robert Redford and over there? Mm-hmm. No, that's that's right here. I'm that was uh so um uh, oh my gosh. Um Sundance, right? Jackson Hole, Jackson Hole, Wyoming was the first stop. And then I went from Jackson Hole, we went to Yellowstone and uh oh man, you guys We've discovered the coolest places there. You know, right now, you're lucky to find lodging. In, I mean, everything is booked um, in Yellowstone Park. and But we found these cool little one-room cabins, and all they had was a bed and a shower. But they were so clean and so well done. And... Uh, and they're in the middle of the park, and there's probably a hundred of them that you can rent. The park rents out, and we just happened to get one of those, and it was amazing. Stayed there, and then we went to, um, and then we came to Salt Lake City. We've been here for, for we're in the city for a couple of days. Now we're out here in Sundance visiting some friends, and then <clears throat> we'll be home in a couple of days. But just kind of doing this west. Tour, tour of the West, and uh, it's been amazing. I just um, apparently everybody from an Asian country in, anywhere comes to the United States and and uh, this area during the summer. No, you, you're Asian right. Tourist, when we were Asian at the tourist is in. Incredible. There was, I bet you, 90% of the visitors and the people we bumped into were from other countries. And a huge chunk of them were from, I guess, I, of course, I didn't understand how to talk to them, but I'm, I'm guessing Japan, maybe, and other Asian countries. Uh, pretty amazing. The uh, other thing that I thought was really cool was, most of the workers, the young workers, the kids doing the restaurants and the maintenance work in the national parks are students from around the world. That's cool. People from around the world. And uh, we were, the little place where we were staying in, when we were at the restaurant, we bumped into two young men that were uh, working in the restaurant, and both of them were from Austin, Texas. Yeah. There's Yugoslavia and, you know, all these other places. And then two young guys, and, and I said, well, what, what are y'all doing? They said, man, we just wanted to get out of the heat and do something cool for the summer. <laughs> so they got, so they're working for three months in Yellowstone Park at the restaurant bussing tables. Perfect. Why wouldn't you? I mean, I just thought it was a great, uh, a great adventure. For a young person, and you're exposed to, I mean, you're around 
they all stay in dorms because you just stay in the park and uh, and they're around all these other young people from all over the world. I don't know. It was just amazing to me. Well, that wasn't the only um, uh, at the Grand Canyon with the exact same scenario. People from all yeah. over and they were also all the workers there were staying in dorms and they were in the for the whole summer. And did were there a bunch of was it just packed with Asian uh tourists? Oh my gosh, I was like you people are going to fall off. You don't they were trying to get the biggest selfies in the world. Yes, those oh, yeah. uh they were they everywhere. Yeah, that exactly. that in uh, that in Germany for whatever reason, you can still go to Biden, Biden, good guy. Be careful. <laughs> what you don't know what that means? I do. <laughs> <laughs> you could have just said something really it bad. Was, it was great. We saw uh, we saw a grizzly bear and a cub. We saw we had when we were hiking. We had a black bear pass in front of us. First time we. Experienced the black bear on the trail. Um, saw elk and bald eagles, and you know the whole. I'm telling you, if if you have not gone west between June and September at some point and experienced those things, it is absolutely worth saving up the money and uh, and doing it. And you can do it without spending three hundred dollars a night. You just have to plan it out. You have to strategically plan it out, but you can do it. Or bus tables. Yeah. For the or, whole summer. Yeah. Or that. We, and I just thought that that was what a great adventure for a young person. What a great way for them to learn how to break away and get some independence. And anyway. Well, that's cool. That's exciting. You'll be home this week and uh, back in the bunkhouse with us next week to give us a full report on uh, on what happens from this point forward. And, Way out west. <laughs> unless he decides to stay and bunk up and start working yeah. for the summer, which for the may end of the summer. Be, which may not be bad. I mean, you know, you could use some summertime offer. money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... Anyway, well, good, good. Glad you were able to call in and hang out with us this morning in the bunkhouse for a little bit and uh, maybe salvage a little bit of your job. Maybe, you know, you come back and have somewhere to go next Sunday. Well, I'm going to be super excited and uh, have a lot of great stuff. I'm going to share with our listeners just um, tips and tricks to doing some of these tours and maybe they can start planning their... um, summer for next year and some of the things they can do with their kids or or uh maybe they just want to come out solo and see some of this stuff or whatever but it was uh it's very doable and really exciting and absolutely gorgeous and who wouldn't want to get out of texas when it's 110 there it's not baby it's raining in 90 Feeling yeah, good here in Central degrees. Texas, so I don't want to hear any more <laughs> well, about your cool weather, TJ. I hope it's on the downhill side. I hope I hope all that hot stuff's done. No, Wednesday it's 101, so welcome yep. home. Jeez. Yep. Uh, oh, thank you for hanging out with us. We'll talk to you next weekend. Uh, you'll be all back right, in the bunkhouse. Thank you. All right.
Hey, that's TJ calling in from out west. Be careful. Don't fall off the edge. Fifle goes west. That was a movie <laughs> I did not like when I was a young child. It made me very upset. Something else that makes me very upset, PETA and the report. It's coming up next. Oh, you get yeah. it only one place right here every Sunday. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse at 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. Welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone, and it's that blissful time of year yet again. Time for the Honda Summer Spectacular Event. Where all quell qualified buyers have 1.9% APR on the 2019 Honda Pilot, a Kelly Blue Books KBB.com Best Buy. Hurry into your local Honda dealer. Shop your Central Texas Honda dealers today or online at Central Texas Honda Dealers.com. See dealer for financing details. For more information, visit Kelly Blue Books KBB.com. Kelly Blue Book is a registered trademark of Kelly Blue Books Company Incorporated. Welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. Now it's time for this week's PETA report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA report because we love animals too. They taste great. Following request from PETA... United Airlines has confirmed that it has stopped selling SeaWorld tickets and removed all mentions of the park from its United Vacations website. Weak. Freaking weak, dude. The airlines is part of a growing list of travel industry leaders, including Virgin Holidays in Alaska, Delta, JetBlue, Southwest, Sprint, Sunwing, and WestJet Airlines that have cut ties with SeaWorld. United Airlines made the right call to cut ties with the park that confines orcas and other dolphins to concrete tanks. To them are the size of bathtubs, says Peter Senior Vice President Lisa Lang. SeaWorld is still breeding generation after generation of dolphins to be ridden around like surfboards in a sea circus. And Peter urges anyone who cares about the animals to stay away. So there you go. What happens is... They keep chipping away these little things, these little things, chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. Are we just going to allow these terrorists, this terrorist organization that is founded right here in the central of the United States of America to continue to chip away at everybody's so-called right and wrong? And they're just chipping away at it, and it's just uh, they're going to get a stronghold over time. Well, they, I mean, think about it. They know what to do. You you glob onto something that 5% of the people care about, but it gets 95% of the media coverage. Yep. And uh, then you, you run it and milk it for all it's worth. It's disgusting, though, that, that a giant... 
giant monstrosity company can be so weak that they that they take these they take this antagonizing uh antagonized antagonizing letters and and comments from this terrorist organization and make changes internally based on their comments and their opinions. I can almost guarantee that they sit around in a boardroom and go, what can we do that will make the most impact for the least amount of money and time for us? Yeah. Like, okay, grab that hot button item over there and we'll just do it because it'll make a big splash and we don't really have to do anything. Yeah, We're all they're doing, doing is nothing. writing letters. They're doing nothing. They're, they're doing nothing to help. They're doing nothing to look at the problem. They're not creating a foundation for it. They're not sitting down with SeaWorld. They're not doing to conservation come up with new efforts. programs or come up with, uh, yeah, none they're, of this is just happening. Tagging and they, on, and they're just they're just being antagonistic terrorists. So part of what they how this all comes about is think about it. There was a what a hour long video that someone made undercover supposedly about how the dolphins or orcas are treated right. or how they're standing on and, their nose as a, as they lift a human out of the water, cr- crushing their nostrils. I don't know what it was, but they, think that dolphin, was, I mean, look, it was called like black fin or something. So what they did is they did a info undercover thing about them. What I'm waiting for is someone to do it on PETA. Right. And do a really, you know, exclusive underground look. The problem <laughs> is, the problem is, those who are anti-PETA and not a, uh, aren't going to stoop to that level. That's the problem. You know, you got to get down to their level in order to go into their organization and play their game to get that insider information. Now, look, it's some of it's, you know. It's been done in the past, and there's some gruesome, disgusting things that have been un- uncovered and revealed. I mean, look at the the those who uh, the highest mortality rate of domestic dogs, cats, and dogs in the country come out of PETA and the Humane Society. They're kind of like buddies, you know. Well, the problem is you have to raise enough money to equal the amount of show. That they get right a media time. Yeah, I mean they they spend a lot right on media. Yeah, and yeah. so you have to figure out a way to get that. I don't know own. if they spend a lot. They got a lot of people that step in and do most of that just to get attention. We got a lot of attention seekers in this world. So there's a lot of people that that give money to that organization. Yeah. And falsely, that organization, just because they don't have any idea what, from my doing. understanding, is fifty percent of everything they do is about creating more media to create more money. Yeah, to keep them in business. Yeah. Oh, the, it's absolutely a business. It's like they said, "Hey, we could run this thing. We could have some fun with this, and we could make our, we, we could have our own organization." I want to know about us. one kitty they saved. And has a glorious outcome of this beautiful cat that they saved. I'm telling you what. Why don't we? Why don't they do something where they educate people? One deer. Was, we had to take a pet. One elk. One duck. 
show me. Give me the stats. Give me the stories of the ducks you've saved, the elk you've saved, the mule deer you saved, the whitetail that you've grown the populations of. Give me the stats of the fish, the growing populations of fish in efforts that you've done. Cats and dogs that have been freed from inhumane backyards so full we of were fences. At, we went down to Austin Pets Alive because um, we had to take care of an uh, animal. It was a uh, lady had passed away that was in our family and she had an animal and we were, uh, we were rehoming it. Right. And uh, to someone that could take care of it and that wanted to take care of it. And you would not believe we sat there for an hour and a half and there must have been 15 or 20 people that came in and they all had these big dogs like uh, huskies and um, Mm. I don't know what the other one is. uh, Malamy something Uh, and pit bulls. Yeah. And they were bringing them in and they were these. They were the people that were mainly the skinny jean, millennial type. Don't profile. Okay. Well, they were turning. I'm trying to give you a picture of the people that were bringing in the animals and going, we can't deal with this. They don't get along with our cats. Right. And they're going, can you, because Austin, I think I told you that story. Yeah. You know, about a guy bringing one that was going to be euthanized from LaGrange. And he adopted it and brought it to Austin because <laughs> it's a no kill, right? And they're like, sorry, we can't do that. You mm. can't take pets from other areas and bring them in. You have to have them for a little while. You can't just do that and dump them here. People have got the weirdest idea of that. They, they, they see something on Disney or they see a movie <laughs> with a big husky. And, you know, and you're like, you're bringing a big husky into Texas. Right. It's going to be and, 101 this and week. And you're in your little uh, apartment. Right. And one bedroom efficiency. And you have three condo. cats. Three cats and a ferret. <laughs> what? You really think this is going to work? And the husky? Yeah. Yeah. You only got to take it outside a couple and, times a day. And they love to do you get to what go they to the do. dog park. Yeah. Well, that's not what they do, right? No. Meat management hunt. Ooh. Our buddy Glenn Dry is doing a meat management hunt. All There's right. only four spots available uh, to reserve your spot. You can call him 361-572-9604. I thought this was cool. Uh, so he's doing a meat management hunt, 850 bucks in, Legra- uh, in Rock Springs, Texas, October 4th through the 6th. Bow only, crossbows and compounds, hunt from pop-up ground blinds. One management buck? One doe and all the hogs you can eat. Lodging and meals are included. Bring your own snacks and drinks. There is no alcohol, but there will be a campfire prayer and morning devotionals. Ah, sounds like my kind of place, man. Dude, people are looking for a good hunt. You know, uh, I hear it all the time. That's that going to be safe. That's going to be safe. That's uh, going to be affordable. Yep. I mean, 850 bucks. I know that's a lot of change, but... Look what you get out of it. You get a lot out of it, and you're going to spend a heck of a lot more than that if you got a lease or you go anywhere else. You're going to spend a lot more than that. So I thought it was a good deal. One buck, one doe, and unlimited hogs. Plus, you get a little campfire prayer, baby. And uh, that's a bow-only hunt. Uh, Four spots available. Our buddy Glenn Dry putting that on. Meat management hunt. 850 bucks in Rock Springs. 
October Sounds like 4th, a good cause. When you're talking about the the all, the, all the money you're putting out for PETA and such, go do this instead. I just thought it was a good backup to uh, yeah. the PETA report. Exactly. Sun Auto, at some point, everyone needs to have their vehicle repaired or maintained. It's hard to find a mechanic you can trust, but that's why we use our friends at Sun Auto Service, family-owned and operated repair and maintenance company. Since 1978, they hire only ASC certified technicians. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission services, Sun Auto sincerely appreciates the opportunity to serve you. Took one of my trucks in there this week, got the brakes done, and uh, I mean they're not even a, they're not even hardly squealing anymore. Huh. It's then they stop. It's the coolest thing. SunAutoService.com, 405 West Slaughter Lane. That's where I took my truck. 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Your Armed Citizens Report coming up next. You don't want to miss it. It's the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. You catch it all right here at TheOutdoorZone.com. Dale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I have uh, Welcome back. It is the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. Welcome back to the bunkhouse. This is the Outdoor Zone. That was Forrest L. Wood, the namesake of the Forrest Wood Cup starting this week. Pretty cool. Yeah. Very good. And if you, uh, you know, TJ's up in the mountains. He just called in. If you can't get up in the mountains, you can uh, go and celebrate the summertime in a new Jeep. Just take that top off, windows down, enjoying the weather. That's for Jeep cruising right now. They're giving you thousands off the massive inventory of 2019 Jeeps. And the Wranglers are, uh, new Wranglers are arriving almost daily. They get new vehicles in every day. Check out the new selection of 2019 Wranglers. Jeep Cherokees and Patriots. Also available, the 2019 Grand Cherokee. From the road to the ranch, the 2019 Grand Cherokee can take you anywhere you want to go with a built-in 8.4-inch touchscreen, dual-pane power sunroof, and active safety technology. It meets the demands of the most demanding. Head on over to the Super super Center. They've got Super Center size selection and savings at the number one Chrysler Dodge Ram sales leader in Central Texas, Nile Maxwell Superstore, 620 and 183 in Austin, or visit us online at nilemaxwellsuperstore.com. Now it's time for this week's Armed Citizens Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. A 7-Eleven customer shot two people who were allegedly trying to rob the Virginia Beach convenience store earlier Thursday morning, killing one of them and injuring the other, according to witnesses and police say. The suspect, who was survived, who was survived, was taken to a hospital for treatment. Police didn't immediately identify the person, and the severity of the injuries weren't known. 
The uh, WTKR spoke with a couple in the store at the time of the shooting just before 2.30 a.m. They called the man a hero. Police confirmed the man who opened fire had a concealed carry permit on him and that the suspects were armed when they entered the 7-Eleven. Earlier that night, there were three armed robberies that took place that are believed to be connected. They're all 7-Elevens. It went through like a chronological order, like 30 minutes to an hour apart between them all. Um, Police believe these men were involved in the robbery that left one man dead. They also said they took a third person into custody near the 7-Eleven. So, again, a win, a spring. I, I mean, just, I was thinking about this. Being a uh, cashier at the convenience store mm-hmm. and getting held up at gunpoint, you know, you give them the cash, they leave. It's that quick or whatever. There's some psychological stuff that plays into that. Oh, there's yeah. some, there's some, you're just held up by a gun to your face, right? The thief doesn't think that. They just want the money. It's a quick way to grab the money. You're going to be left dealing with having to talk about it or something or a bad dream. I mean, something's going to come of that at some point that you're going to have to deal with. And they just did it through a spring of three different stores and then this one. And somebody took them out. So, I mean, it, they were just though all every one of those cashiers had a gun held up to them. You know, I mean, that's just a it's a scary situation. You don't know their intent. You don't know what they're going to do, what they're capable of doing. and uh, But anyway, I guess we don't have to worry about at least one of them. The other one's in critical condition. So. And it's all because someone was carrying. Because right? somebody was lawfully carrying. Right. And, you know, there's all this talk about people, you know, the, the shootings where that one guy um, just recently in California that came to, had that AK-47 and stuck in the back through a chain link fence and then got off a couple rounds and injured a couple people. The police officers were there, um, happened to be on the grounds. I mean, they took care of the situation pretty quickly. And I'm thinking they, it, it created a lot of talk around here about the outdoor activities that we do, like um, blues on the green and all that, where there's no necessarily security. They don't have, they, they were asking, how are we going to stay secure? And I'm thinking, what's the best way to stay secure? Is yeah, you got to have everybody. 10,000 people out there? Let's say a tenth of them have their concealed carry license and, and are carrying vigilant? lawfully. Yeah. Uh, hello. And you just got more than four officers you're going to put on each <laughs> corner, right? Right. And that's the that's kind of the way you do it, I think. I think that's the only way to do it. One state that understands that, Illinois. We heard about uh, you could see more hunters ed in schools, a bill designed to promote hunting safety by allowing school districts to offer students a course on the subject was signed into law last week. The proposal HB 3462 was inked by Governor Pritzker, Pritzker without comment on He's Friday, along with the not in jail. The, all the other governors went to jail, but in ahead. Illinois. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, that's kind of your hometown, isn't it? Not hometown, but it's born in Denver, Colorado. Remember, but Colorado. Yes. But she spent a lot of time in Illinois. Yes, Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. 
commented on Friday, uh, the new law gives school districts the option to include hunting safety classes in their curriculum. See, that's brilliant. Students who are exposed to exactly. lessons in hunting safety have a greater chance of respecting firearms and using their using them properly for the rest of their lives as the law is shifting to emphasize the importance of safe handling adopting legislation like this could make for acceptable paths for students to learn these methods in depth early on in their lives and that comes from senator jason Plummer. so i mean it only makes sense to me educate see but up there it doesn't it's all about you've got to regulate Everything is take something away, put up a fence. Well, in Washington, make, you mean up there? No, 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 in, uh, in Illinois. Well, apparently in not. No, but it is that way. So now what they're starting to do, this is the first time I've ever seen anything like this. Oh, well, Chicago's, I don't even include Chicago as part of Illinois. Thank you very much. And most people don't. It's just a city up in the corner in yeah. the north. It's not even the capital. You could just cut it out the, and make it its own. Most of Illinois, yes. If you've ever been there, I mean, southern Illinois is beautiful country. Lots of hunters. Yeah. Central Texas. Yeah. Central Texas. Central Illinois. A lot of farmland. Big bucks. Yeah. Going through there. You know, the... Yeah, I don't even... It's funny. I don't even think much about Chicago. I really do think about it as its own entity. Being that it's, I mean, it's kind of like Texas and Austin. Yeah, I know we come out of Austin and that's where we are and that's where our livelihood is. But but really, we are completely different than a majority of the state. I met this guy the other day. Right? I said, I'm from Austin. And he goes, oh, you mean the Babylon on the Colorado? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it is. It's completely different than a majority of the state of Texas. Yes. You're, and that's I think, why there are so many people here. By the and way. I think there's uh, Chicago is much of the same. It's probably very different than the rest of Illinois. Uh, wa- Absolutely. Uh, Washington, D.C. Yeah. You know, New York Inside City. Yeah. There's some fantastic fishing in New York and hunting in New York. You don't think about it when you think about New York City. What? New York City is just a little sliver. Right. With a lot of people with a lot on, of the people. Bi- on the southern part of it. Right. You cross oh, up n- upstate New York. Oh, my gosh. Hunting. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful country. Yeah. Big Corn hunting, farms. big fishing areas. And, and and I think that happens a lot in the big metro areas. You know, it kind of gets distorted. We focus a lot of our attention yeah. on what's happening in those heavy populated areas when in reality you look about across the vast part of many of these states are you Illinois, getting, Texas are you, you getting political now about the way that the votes go vote in 2020 <laughs> no but it's the same exact way with the voting right yeah you get these well, you heavy populated it. areas that are just out of touch with the rest of the world reality reality is better yeah. they're not anchored in what we would call well, they're the out good of touch US with of reality a. something that's not out of touch with reality is McBride's guns with the way society is pounding on our gun rights uh with the way these metropolitan cities are pounding on our gun rights. It's imperative we support our local gun shops, the ones we trust with our constitutional rights, McBride's Guns. Whether you're looking for a new rifle, shotgun, personal carrier, special order firearm, the staff at McBride's can help. You'll find McBride's 
in the same place it's been for years. The corner of 30th and Lamar, or you can give them a call 512-472-3532. Or check them out online, McBridesGuns.com. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. Uh, we'll close it out. Holy cow, it's almost done. Top of the 845, top of the hour coming up quick on us. It's the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. Catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, American Blood Brothers. This is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunk house with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? Talk about stacking them up. You could go to the Austin's hottest new restaurant, the Shore Raw Bar and Grill. They're amazing friends at Shore serving regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. They have a fantastic pet-friendly patio with live music on selected nights, open for lunch and dinner every day with a killer brunch on Saturday and Sunday. Owners Rick Wahlberg and Jim Snyder invite you to join them at the Shore Raw Bar and Grill, located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the of the Y in Oak Hill. You can also check out their website, shoreatx.com. Go get you some. Man, it's kind of a sad little story. This newlywed uh, woman dies in Alaska trying to reach the bus from Into the Wild. That's yeah, crazy you, story. So, so we talked about the movie. We talked about the book in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't seen it or read it, Into the Wild, a great flick, I think. Uh, I haven't read the book. I've seen the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've talked about it several times on the show. Into the Wild, a young man trying to find adventure, trying to find purpose of life, ends up uh, living in this in this abandoned bus out in the woods in Alaska for a period of time, gets stuck there, ends up dying there ultimately. And uh, But that bus has kind of become famous because this is all, you know, real, real based on a real story. Uh, and that bus is there, bus 142. Well, this this uh, these newlyweds were trying to make it there she slipped there's some swift waters she ended up dying and a sad story kind of a weird story um but now they're trying to decide whether they get rid of the bus or yeah so it's not a destination right so people aren't trying to do that and and end up dying um but uh if you haven't seen into the wild i i recommend it for an outdoors Mm -hmm. guy or gal i think it's uh I mean, it's just society, man. Society. I don't know if you remember that part, but that's what I just repeat. Society, <laughs> man. Society. And uh, so I'll say that and scream that part and uh, at random times, and people have no idea what I'm saying or well, talking about. It's kind of cool about the money that was raised and uh, how they got it, how they accomplished it. I think how he did. Yeah. To, to, to go and mm-hmm. how he worked at yeah. different points throughout the his journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that that's the cool part of it myself. I think that, but, uh, there, yeah, you know, how many, adventure. how many outdoor, uh, movies are there really? I mean, yeah, uh, the river one's wild river through it river. The one runs through it. Runs that's through with it. the fly fisherman, right? Yeah. That's a Would great Would you consider movie. the, 
ones where they go on Mount Everest? Is that oh, an outdoor? Oh, the old the one with the old guy with a gold, on Golden Pond where he's trying to catch the big fish, Wanda oh, yeah. or something. Big Willie or something like that. One yeah. of the fastest growing sports in the country is archery. Central Texas is only one true archery shop. Go see your friends, Archery Country. The staff and owners of Archery Country are not part-time shooters. They're avid bow hunters and 3D shooters that hunt and compete. Go see your friends. They're right there at 8121 Research Boulevard. The only place here in Central Texas to go to get true help with all of your archery needs. They're closed Sunday and Monday. They open back up on Tuesday, AustinArcheryCountry.com. You got a quote for us this week, Beefsteak? Yeah, it comes from uh, from our very own Harry S. Truman. It's amazing what you can accomplish if you don't care who gets the credit. I like that. Number 624, your Bible verse for this week. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. Live it, love it, learn it, baby. On behalf of uh, myself, Cody Ryan, Beefsteak, and uh, Road Rash, thank you for coming in and um, being a faithful leader in the Outdoor Zone. Uh, Kids Outdoor Zone. Take a kid outside. Find a way to get involved. Just check out kidsoutdoorzone.com. This week, get a kid outside. Take a kid with you to the park. Show them the trees, the birds. We don't care what it is. Just get them into the great outdoor zone. On behalf of TJ, he'll be back next week. Regulators. Mount up. Mount up. We came from the West Virginia coal mines and the Rocky Mountains and the Western skies. We can skin a buck, we can run a trot line, and a country boy can survive. Country folks can survive. I had a good friend in New York City. He never called me by my name, just Hillbilly. My grandpa taught me how to live off the land And his taught him to be a businessman He used to send me pictures of the Broadway nights And I'd send him some homemade wine But he was killed by a man with a switchblade knife For $43 my friend lost his life I'd love to spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes And shoot him with my old 45 Cause the country boy can survive Country folks can survive Cause you can't stop us out and you can't make them run But when them old boys raise on shotgun We say grace and we say man And you ain't into that but don't give a damn We're from North California and South Alabama And little towns all around this land We can skin a buck and run a truck line And a country boy can survive